0: The VibeCatch podcast brings you the latest in employee engagement, workforce productivity and people analytics. Hello everybody, uh, this is Konstantin from VibeCatch uh, and today I have the pleasure to talk uh, to uh, Marco Kesti uh, who is a uh, research director into the field of human capital. Welcome Marco. Thank you very much, nice to be here. So, Marco, um, we've been following your work for some time now, and um, what I would like to talk to you about today is the whole topic of quality of work life. So, maybe we start with the fact that what is quality of work life? Maybe you can briefly explain that to us.
1: Yeah, we have, we have in our research, we found out that the traditional way to measure workers' well being is not sort of qualified for measuring the human performance because we need the quantified human performance to be able to analyze human capital productivity and the traditional uh, well-being survey doesn't work properly because they are oversimplified because the the statistical average analyzing about the results gives you wrong information about the real human performance and it it has tendency to to sort of uh, underestimate the human capital productivity improvement potential
0: wow that's that's why we need
1: the quality of working life index it's a special method how you quantify human performance Utilizing motivation theory. Okay. So we, we sort of skip the average statistics and we analyze the well being u- using motivation theory. And motivation theory is the right uh, science
0: to measure human performance. This is quite interesting. You mentioned also employee uh, well-being, and I think that there's a lot of uh, buzzwords in terms of employee engagement and like how does, how is, how does employee engagement and well-being factor into the quality of work life? Uh,
1: Employee engagement, and there are also many other sort of factors, uh, indicators, how quality of working life is at the organization and they are very useful to utilize, but for example, if you want to improve employee engagement, you need to know what to do and quality of working life index tells you how to get effect to the employee engagement, right. it sort of explains what is wrong at the organization right
0: now <laughs> and how to improve it. So, in a nutshell, like I like how I would understand it is that, for example, measuring just employee engagement will not actually improve the quality of work life and the productivity in an organization. Exactly, it gives
1: you signal that there is something wrong, and it right. might give you signal that there is quite good
0: situation yeah. at the quality of working life, but it doesn't tell you what to do. Excellent. Thank you so much. This is this is a very good clarification because I think that um it, it, especially when when talking to h r practitioners uh, there's a little bit of a confusion um, uh, about where uh, the, and what to measure in an organization in terms of um, uh, having more engaged or uh, um, and more productive employees and uh, the one thing i I say that uh, it you
1: point out that uh, we are measuring things that uh, are important and it seems so that I, in in traditional employer service we want to ask questions about issues that are important that we feel that th- this this question is important this question is important this is important also and this is important and there are yeah. so many important things that we want to know and you get the data data uh, uh, too much data and then you can't you can't find out what is the real meaningful. But our quality of working life starts with a different view. We first think what is important for the motivation of workers in the working place and then we ask only those questions that are really important for the workers human performance and motivation theory. That's why we don't need so many questions. There are just too many questions in 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 a traditional well-being surveys. That, for example, if there is fifty
0: questions, it's quite common. It's it's uh, just too many. That's also overwhelming. I mean, imagine like if like any employee, like if I would get a survey now with fifty questions and. Uh, I think that uh, measuring uh, productivity and well-being is not uh, w- a job that you have to do one, once every three years. You have to do it regularly and constantly. Like if I would get every quarter fifty questions to ask, I, I would just go nuts. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. It's, it's hopeless. It doesn't yeah. work. And we
1: need the quality of working life is a production parameter. Okay. We need to know how it, how it uh, develops. Flatuous. Yeah. And yeah and, okay. Yeah. And and to know that we need to ask questions, and it's better to ask fifteen questions every three months than fifty questions once a year, because now we Fully agree. when we we get the information more uh, in in shorter periods we can affect also. We can see is it going to it at the right direction, or is it going down, and we can we can do actions in advance and that's why we need 15 question is uh, just enough we don't need
0: 50 15 is is, for example is okay it can be even less I agree fully agree how would you like um, from your experience how would you um, encourage uh, employees to actually fill in those questions like what would what would be a method to actually work with, uh, like a better way to work with, uh, with quality of work life? Like how, would, yeah. how would we, uh, yeah, bring exactly,
1: that? yeah. We we are now doing research in, in this field, and uh, we need to psychologically gamify this quality of work in life improvement, right. and it can it it needs three factors that we need to need to put there in organization, first of all, the quality of working life index has to be important. If it's not important, it's, it's no use to do anything. It has to be important. I'm so happy you mentioned that, I'm yes. going to come back to that. Yeah, it, it has to be important and it's a production parameter that the executive level is following and they yeah. are interested about it. And then the second is, we have to measure it enough often so that we know how it is developing. And the third is that every supervisor, every every leader, line manager, has to know that their behavior, management behavior, affects to the quality of working life. And with these three factors, you psychologically gamify the quality of working life
0: improvement. I'm so happy you mentioned that, uh, this, the quality of like index has to be important to the organization, because I feel that, uh, there's a lot of talk about, yeah, sure. We want a better company culture. We want, you know, uh, more productive employees. We want, you know, happier that they come on Monday morning, like, uh, cheering and, and, and being, uh, uh, blissful and all that. But in the end, I think that we, what we see in reality is that there is a push, in terms of who is responsible uh, when it comes to their happiness in, inside an organization, the HR managers are like, "Well, it's our responsibility," and then the leaders are "No, no, it's our responsibility." So everybody's kind of like pushing the ball to somebody else. So how you? What would you say that whose responsibility is it in terms of you know to make this index or to make this quality of work life uh, important in a, in, a, in a company?
1: Yes. Well, first of all, there has to be the management system, system that supports the quality of working life at the work. The so management system. I mean that, uh, for example, those line managers they don't have too many employees in their group so that it's a reasonable size that they can they can uh, lead the human human performance there. And there has to be a management system so that the leaders, they can, they can take the responsibility of the workers well-being, so that they have enough power to do things if necessary, and, and then uh, when the this management system is in order, then after that is the uh, supervisors, line managers, behavior, so that the, their behavior supports the quality of working life, and then the, when this is in order, then it goes to that to the employee, employer, employee level, so that every worker has an uh, essential meaning, that they are playing the overall sum game in yeah. their group, they, so that there there are no workers that are playing zero sum game. That is very important. It's, it's very harmful if, if somebody is playing zero-sum game in the working group. It it totally ruins the the whole team performance. So, we need to have the structure so that, that there is possible to 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 lead the team so that the quality of working life is in in good shape. And then there has to be also methods how to prevent the zero-sum game if somebody starts to play that zero-sum game. game, We are are studying game theory in management and that is very important and very, very interesting, the the game theoretical approach to the management and there are a lot of issues that are are coming.
0: Okay, this is quite interesting. Um, Well, we saw also from, um, so I, I fully agree with, with you and you say like that everybody has to be kind of like and in playing in, in the same, you know, like everybody has to be on their game and you know, like it's a win-win, it's a no zero sum game. Yeah. In a nutshell, everybody has to know that we are in this together, we are in the same boat, we need to row in the same direction and nobody's leaving behind anybody and we all contribute to the whole journey. Now, you know but on the other hand there is there are companies who actually take different uh approaches and say well you know we want to ask 100 questions uh every every single day and i feel that that it gets in a survey burnout if you want to kill uh, keep it like that so then people tend to get demotivated and it there's a feeling like well you know we i think the management is just asking us to tick some boxes they're not they don't really care what we really feel so the question like how do you like what is like how do you prevent the survey burnout and you know to keep people motivating answer this question I think this ties in Mm -hmm. a little bit into the uh, gamification but would you like to add anything else
1: that's uh, one tricky question we need to we need to ask the employee certain questions but we we don't want to To get this (laughs) too much so we can of course ask the quality of working life so that uh, we ask only uh, some questions for each month so that we we get the quality of working life index every month but uh, not uh, many questions because it uh, it it only only a couple questions for each person in one month it, it's not too much. We can we can follow the quality of working life. It's, it can be done. And also one possibility especially in the future will be so that we we uh, install that type of artificial intelligence follow-up yep. so that the AI will follow the signals of the organisation and if the signals indicates that in this group the quality of working life is probably dropping it will activate the questionnaire
0: okay that's quite interesting
1: and and that way we we don't need to ask all the time the question we ask the questions when
0: it is needed that's that is one one possibility Um, (coughs) on the other hand when we look at um uh when we look at surveys and polls polls and all the feedback there's also um, um not necessarily a trend but kind of like companies that are not really doing anything or they're doing almost uh close to nothing so what i would like to ask is from your experience like what would be the cost of inaction for a company That doesn't even you know start measuring like even start considering uh looking at uh, at the health of the of the employees of the well-being of the employees
1: they're losing money they're losing a lot of money when they are not measuring it okay the quality of working life is perform is a production parameter so it means that it it is as important production parameter as the full-time equivalent actually it's more more important because quality of working life affects to the customer satisfaction true and if they are not measuring it they are not taking care of customer satisfaction and customer is paying they they don't care about uh, uh, customer value with quality of working life you increase the customer value and with when you increase the customer value you get more revenue and with more revenue you more you get
0: more profit so you, you're losing money. That's very very it accurate is. and very plain said. So if you don't do anything you will lose money. Um, we approached uh, and we work with with HR managers uh, quite uh, quite closely uh, in you know implementing solutions for employee well-being and, and, and surveys and so but we feel at least what I've noticed and what I've heard in, in a lot of uh, companies is that HR cannot make a case or they don't know how to prove the return on investment uh, uh, of employee engagement or employee being or quality of life to their leaders. So how can how can an HR manager do that? Like what, what would you say to them?
1: Well, science will help. I can give them a tool that they can analyze the return on investment at okay. the human, human capital. they can analyze there that if they implement uh, some uh, in invest to the human uh, development there in the company improving quality of working life, measuring it they will get the money payback uh, many many times for the investment they can they can analyze it so that it's reliable and uh, they can they can show the calculation to the executive level and that way they will get the money to 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 invest yeah. because it's it, it, it has very good ROI, return on investment
0: this is this is very good because I think that uh, management or top leadership is typically convinced by numbers like it's a numbers game for them and that's executive
1: executives managers at the top level they have to follow the calculated value and if you don't calculate you are just uh, it's just a uh, feeling based sort of and it tends to be not so important if you're only saying that uh, okay it it will give you very good but if you if you don't show any calculation it's 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 not so reliable yeah
0: in that that's uh that's so true and uh, i think that um we are living in a so high-paced society and everything changes like from technology we have the introduction of ai you mentioned it before but it comes in in a lot of fields like machine learning uh everybody's running after short-term profits and everybody's trying to optimize that but personally i feel that when it comes to employees and the health of a an organization this is a long-term game it's like a marathon right so what 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 are what are some of the problems or pitfalls with optimizing short-term profits
1: yes that is important it is important to know what is productivity productivity is the uh, return on investment and then there is the time span. If you only look very short time span, it's very easy to get more profit. But after a certain time you will lose more because you made the wrong decisions in short term. You can improve the productivity short term easily by cutting the costs. But if you cut the costs you will easily also reduce the quality of working life, which is production parameter, and quality of working life tells you how productive you will be in the future. Sure. If you uh, cut the cost, you will get more profit short term, but you will lose money long term because you reduce the, this production parameter that gives you customer value and the customer value will pay you the revenue, and you, you, your comp- competitiveness will reduce. That's why uh, quality of working life is important to build sustainable productivity improvement. It, it, it is, uh, uh, you have to have uh, at least one year span in your productivity, when you, when you analyze productivity you need to have at least one year, preferably five years span in the future and then build sustainable productivity improvement in your company. And of course, you have there issues like increasing the staff number. It might be that you you have a a growing market situation that you have uh, very good possibilities to increase the revenue by increasing the staff number yep. when you increase the staff number you will cause fuss and uh, and uh, this grouping needs at the organization you will all also reduce the quality of working life and th- that's why you need to invest the, this quality of working life and measure it all the time because all the every change you make in the organization whether good or bad it will reduce the quality of working life that is the sort of Natural law. It is, yeah. Yeah, and that's why you need to measure quality of working life, and then improve the quality of working life. Then you get the this new stuff to make the uh, profit. Yeah. So that the fuss doesn't increase the organization, you you sort of reduce the fuss and increase the effectiveness of the organization. You measure quality of working life. It's sort of sustainable. You have to be. Yes, that that's the that's time. the, that's the, the key, sustainable yes you need to to all the time know what is the situation and and you you have to see to the future and develop the the human uh capital in the organization so that that you build sustainable development in the in the future
0: long span so this is so valuable i think that um uh, to uh, uh kind of like um put a uh put a closure to uh to this discussion would be that uh companies need to first of all realize that uh they have to measure uh and they have to measure uh, uh the quality of work life on a constant and regular base it's not a one-time job that you do once a year or once every three years and when i say once every three years i'm just giving a, a like a um, uh, An example Uh, we've been in in a few events in Germany and uh, we we spoke with with a few companies there and um, one of the HR managers said yeah we're doing this uh, once every three years and I was like really like once every three years it's kind of uh, the employees are already (laughs) changing jobs every three years so how can you even improve on anything Because exactly by the time you even realize that oh we have a problem new employees are coming, so the 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 constant improvement uh, the constant listening and monitoring I think that's that's one of the keys and uh, second is that everything uh, everybody in the company has to understand the goals and the direction and third it's a long term game it's not something that you need to exactly and there is one very good scorecard okay
1: for measuring this and uh, it's it's a uh, balanced scorecard Kaplan recommend this uh, time-driven activity-based cost. It Interesting. It says, uh, it says uh, how much one effective working hour costs. And you get this effective working hour from quality of working life index, you can calculate the effective working hours utilizing the scorecard quality of working life index. And then when you measure measure this time-driven activity-based cost, you measure your competitiveness at the market. And when you improve the quality of working life, you reduce the one effective working hour cost. And and it it can be so that you give uh, employees better uh, payment but you are more effective because your time-driven activity-based cost is lower than what the com- competitor has.
0: So hence you become so, more competitive. Yeah, on the market. because
1: you get you pay more to the employees, but you get more value from the money mm. you pay, and that time-driven activity-based cost is very very good scorecard, and y- you can you can have this. With, by utilizing this quality of work and life index amazing yes
0: Marco I would like to say thank you and to our listeners um, we're gonna put some resources and um, uh, a link to Marco's uh, profile and uh, website so you can uh, follow uh, his research and you can follow more of what he's doing uh, in the future So thank you you again for the time. Thank you, a pleasure. Thank you. And let's let's keep in touch soon and uh, follow us on social media for the latest uh, in employee engagement. Thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you. Thanks for listening to
0: the VibeCatch podcast. Visit our website, VibeCatch.com, for more resources and insights on employee engagement, human productivity, and HR technology. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest podcast right in your inbox.